0: Hi, everybody. Welcome to Pockets Full of Soup, the storytelling show. I'm your host, Jared Petty, and I'm joyfully joined today by the gleeful, the handsome, the friendly, the intelligent, the debonair. Ryan Scott. Ryan Scott, indeed. Ryan Scott, where do we know you from? Uh, Well, lately, from the Comedy Button. The Comedy Button, indeed. That zany romp that is the Comedy Button. Uh, A group of uh, gentlemen that sit about and make fair jokes about, I I don't know, everything everything or nothing? Yeah, Life. Life, the universe, nonsense, nonsense, indeed. Yeah, yeah. So you are you are
1: a professional
0: comedic presence. in Okay, our world.
1: all right. You're overselling that. How many episodes <laughs> you guys did? Like, you just, I'm you kind just... of the straight man of that. I'm the very boring guy in the comedy no, show. But
0: the straight man is the secret key to great comedy. The straight <laughs> man is the hardest role in comedy. I, I think. I don't know. What do you think? You're a professional comedian. I'm not.
1: I. I don't. I don't. I. I. I don't know how to answer that. <laughs> what a that. straight man answer
0: <laughs> that is. Say, yeah. I mean, you do kind of play the role of the straight man on the comedy button. Uh, you're, you're surrounded by a group of very zany human beings. You're very funny yourself constantly. You, you come in with quips quite a bit. You also. I tend try. To, you do. Uh, what's your favorite in three hundred episodes of the comedy button? What's your favorite moment? Like, just thinking about that now, if you think back. My like, favorite moment. Yeah, what's your favorite moment? And all the time in the comedy button that you've had. What, you what, put what, me what, on the spot. Well,
1: that's what this show is about. And it's actually, I should say, it's more like 370 some episodes if you count all of our cool Patreon episodes. Oh, that, that's true. You've got the Patreon plug, episodes plug, on top plug. of that.
0: Uh, plug, plug, indeed. Yeah. Patreon, you say? Yeah. <laughs> the comedy button's on Patreon? plug away indeed but yeah in all those episodes like what do you think your favorite moment is i don't know
1: i mean there there are all kinds of times where you know the things that stick out to me are when the times when we'll just be somebody will just sort of invent a character out of thin air okay like there'll be just some new character and it becomes part of this somebody will do a funny voice uh-huh. and it becomes part of this goofy canon and people you know our audience will be like oh when are we gonna when Starchy, the, the crazy potato man going to come back or, or whatever, you <laughs> who, know? Who,
0: what characters do you portray funny voices for? The, the only go- –
1: see, I don't really well, – other than my normal voice, which sounds like a cartoon character, uh, the only kind of character I've ever really invented for the show that took off is a character named Applejack.
0: Okay, please define for us uh, the, the personage of Applejack. <laughs> Well, he's, he's a centaur. A centaur. All right. Half man. Half man and half horse. horse. Okay. Yeah.
1: And he sounds, he's my bad home star runner impression. Okay. So, so I'll be like, oh, I'm Applejack. Oh, I'm a centaur. You know, and I'll
0: so you know, just start a, asking
1: me questions and we'll start making up nonsense.
0: Okay. What, what 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 are Applejacks? If we were getting into the character of Applejack, let's pretend for a second that I am oh, James geez. Lipton and you are Applejack. What is the core of Applejack? What makes Applejack himself what are his hopes what are his dreams what does he live for
1: oh i mean it's whatever nonsense you'd have to ask everybody else that because they'll you know i mean
0: well you're him though i mean you define his voice you're the one that talks like applejack well yeah but everybody you know what we'll do the thing that if you if you um listen
1: to the comedy button yeah which you have yeah you've been on it i have i've been on the very best episode a few times oh that's so sweet well, uh, the thing that um, we do with a lot of these character bits, which will come as no surprise to comedians and people who are into that kind of thing, is it, it's 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 improv. Okay. Right. And the thing that I have I have had to that they've had to teach me and kind of beat into my head that I've had to, to remember mm-hmm. is um, yes and yeah. You know that yeah, how improv works is somebody will come up with something, and then the other person has to sort of like roll with it. You know, and and my my. And we say
0: yes, and you know, yeah, just keep giving so somebody openings. It's about enabling the people around you, or
1: yeah, that's uh, you know, uh, uh, I'll uh, you know, I'll be like, oh, I'm Applejack, I'm Into and somebody will be like, what, what, what's what's with that wobbly leg of yours? And I'll have to be like, oh, well, I I I fell, you know, whatever whatever it is, I come up with. Okay, and 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 I tend to be the kind of human being, yeah, who, um. Uh, I'm the guy on Twitter who's always like, actually, okay. about everything. Like, I, I tend to sort of like, no, that's wrong. Let me tell you, and that's sort of like goes against the spirit of improv. Okay, right? And so that's it's the kind of thing like uh, every time you know uh, we'll we'll do some character bit on the podcast. Yeah, that, that sort of gets me like, okay, I have to. This is how this works. You and have this. to leap
0: into it and actually. So you you've refined the, the. I mean, you've been doing this for years. How long's Comedy it, Button been around now?
1: Well, that podcast has been around since 2011. Okay. Uh, we were kind of, it's sort of a spinoff slash continuation of the GameSpy debriefings, which yeah. was our old podcast at at uh, GameSpy. So you've
0: been working together with these people for close to a decade doing All,
1: this. Uh, 2009 was when wow. we kind of started this the, the, well, w- when we were all kind of in a group for the games yeah. by debriefings, we sort of continued off at that so. But you've
0: been refining the craft this whole time Applejack. Why is he called Applejack? I have not listened to the origin episode for Applejack. I've heard him pop on the show many times But where did he I, come from? I don't remember where the name came from okay. So he's not like named after cereal. He's not named. After I don't <laughs> I don't think so okay. like I'm sure one of my co-hosts probably came up with the name. Okay, does he? Have, I,
1: I totally forget. Yeah, I don't. Does he have
0: any defining characteristics beyond his funny voice?
1: It's, there, I mean, it's pretty much that somebody will ask me some goofy question, and then some new fact will get will get added to this canon about this dumb character, okay. which is just always how it worked. It's. I, I kind of don't know where where we're gonna go. Okay, you know, until you know, is like, is there an
0: Applejack like? I mean, a, I
1: have this whole kind of idea in my head. We have this. Uh, this other character that one of my one of my co-hosts uh, Max Scoville came up with called Duck Nuckum.
0: Okay, Duck Nuckum, which is a, which is a, yes. a
1: duck, but it's like Duke Nukem, but it's yes. a duck. except it's a duck. You know, because that's funny. And he'll be like, quick, 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 quick! Oh, I'm laying these dirty, dirty eggs. You know, like this this silly duck with a Duke Nukem voice. Okay, and I have this whole idea that like, oh, this is. This is Applejack's arch nemesis. Right. He was like a schoolyard bully to Applejack. And, which Which of them know? is the hero and which is the villain? Well, Applejack's
0: this clearly is, the hero. Yeah. Do you think we'll ever? Applejack's get, very nice. <laughs> will we ever see Applejack versus Duck Nuckum? Maybe. Oh, the game. No, like, the game? Yeah. Applejack versus Duck Nuckum. I don't are you know. Ever, are we ever going to play this? I don't know. Maybe somebody on Twitter could make it. Oh man, that'd maybe be amazing. maybe I don't know. <laughs> Now, I'm terrified. All right. So, <laughs> Applejack and Ducknuckum, funny voices aside. Funny voices. Uh, you mentioned your own voice. So, I'm yeah. a person that's very self conscious about my voice. I have. Your your voice is totally, totally fine. Oh, you're very sweet about that. I, yeah, I, mine I, I'm is listed. not. Uh, I don't like it very much, um, my own. But I don't think anybody likes their own voice. Actually, there's a question we always ask on Instant Noodles. Ask it now. You know, what's the first word that pops in your head when you hear the sound of your own voice?
1: Nonsense. Nonsense? That's. that's I, mean, I sound like, like it. a yeah. cartoon character. Like, you know, I, I don't sound. Like a real person.
0: I love your voice, but I agree that you sound like a cartoon character. I'm with <laughs> yeah, you there. You do. I, you, <laughs> you sound like uh, a, in in the warmest possible way. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes you can compliment people in a way that, that that sounds like an insult. This is a genuine compliment. I, like once uh, a friend said to me that I reminded them of Dustin on Stranger Things in all the best possible ways. Mm-hmm. You know that's that's a backhanded compliment, but it warmed my heart because I love Dustin. You sound to me like one of the characters on Garfield and Friends. Like uh, the, one, one of the barnyard animals. <laughs> oh, really? uh, that's, 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 that's <laughs> I'm sorry, I hope it's okay that I <laughs> no, said that. No, it's okay. Uh, but your own voice, you're self-conscious about it. It's extraordinarily pleasant. Um, I've missed my calling as some ridiculous voice actor. Oh, you'd have been a wonderful voice actor. Absolutely. Who's your favorite voice actor? Do you do you have one? Yeah. I mean, it's a, it's, a, it's a, obviously you're very conscious about voice. You're surrounded by people that are interested or connected to that industry. Do you have a favorite voice actor or a favorite? Even if you don't know the name, do you have a favorite cartoon character voice? Someone that just stands out? I'm a big fan of, you know.
1: I mean, you know, I can go with like the the obvious answers like Mark Hamill. Yeah. Okay. And Kevin Conroy. You know, okay. I was always a big Batman fan. Okay. Well, Kevin Conroy's uh,
0: Batman is extraordinary.
1: Yeah. And, you know, I mean, those are the kinds of people that, you know, when you read comics, or whatever, those are the voices you hear in your head, right? Okay, so those your favorite. Uh, right now, it's David Tennant because he's Scrooge McDuck. Yeah, he's so good. Yeah.
0: He's such a great Scrooge. How did and that I, happen? I don't... I, I mean... I don't know because the voice actor that played Scourge previously personified Al- Young. the character, yeah. yeah, for 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 decades, yeah. And and David Tennant has managed to make that work. Do you think that would have worked without the pedigree, or do you think it's just the the the, the talent? Like, is, is, is how much of it is the gravitas of a I respected job that, that actor? That would have worked. I don't.
1: I mean, I don't think if, if they had had like a non huge name actor yeah. in that role, as long as he did a good job, it would have worked. It, it would have worked. What? I think it still would have worked. I don't think that. I don't think that voice work is necessarily about uh, the name attached to it, I and agree. you know, like <clears throat> this is a this is a bad example because I'm I'm in no way a fan of of uh, of My Little Pony. Okay, I just want to make that clear to the internet. Well, <laughs> I am. Oh well. So please continue. All right, but this—I <laughs> I remember seeing an ad for this movie because the, the movie came out. Yeah, right. Yeah. But the commercials for this movie were all—you know—were hyping up like the name actors mm-hmm. that they had gotten to voice some of the roles in the movie. Yeah, and I'm looking at it, going like, oh, well, they have all these. They're they're having all these name actors, but what about all of the voice actresses who are just like that is their show and they're in every episode and like yeah. what they it seems like their 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 due credit is sort of displaced by like this name talent.
0: I tend to you agree know? with you on that. I have heard there are times that actors that are primarily known for stage or screen mm-hmm. do inhabit a character. I mean, I mean Woody and Tom Hanks are synonymous. Uh, likewise, Tim right. Allen and Buzz Lightyear. Those are big name stars that made characters work. That are characters, not just personifications in themselves. But by and large, I think voice acting is, is a remarkably different talent oh, and a remarkably yeah. different art. And some people are just great at it. And 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 you mentioned not being a fan of My Little Pony. I think the voice acting's really good on the show. So I kinda hate to Well, see it.
1: I've seen a couple of episodes <laughs> yeah. of it. It's 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 well done. It's nice. It's a charming show. Uh-huh. I I feel obligated because of the way that the internet kind of treats that show. Yeah. The weirder parts of the internet to <laughs> say that I am not <laughs> part of that uh, fandom.
0: Oh no! So I don't have anything against the show. Sorry, Ryan. I think that the headline for this this is just going to be <laughs> right. Ryan Scott hates My Little Pony. No. That's where that's where we're going with this. That, that I think that's all right. If you're going to take anything away from the show, it's that Ryan hates all things magical and cute. So, okay. Yeah, All do you right. think that's fair?
1: That's how the internet would put, put things, we'll put uh, that things uh, anything. You know yeah. what?
0: Here's the nice bit. The pocket's full of soup community. Nice people. Friendly yeah. folks. The super right. friends, good people. Just yeah. just wonderful. Except are, Aquaman. Aqua well, no, they're the super friends, the fans oh. out there. S O U P E R. Oh, the yes, super oh the super friends. I I see that's I, right. there we go. I understood at that. that reference. Thank right That's okay. right. There we go. So Ryan, other than uh other than uh voice acting and comedy, uh <laughs> we also talk about other things here on the show. Uh, yeah. For example, we ask you to tell us about someone you're thankful for. Uh, so I'd like to know uh, who do you want to talk about today? Um. Well,
1: I feel like th- it's sort of uh, in the in the grand scope of how you could answer that question. It's I don't want to say boring. Why but, boring?
0: Wait, wait, well,
1: I, it, like I'm sure it's the kind of the answer that a lot of people would would uh, would would
0: go to Okay, but my wife my your wife April. Wife. Yeah, okay So actually we haven't had many spousal stories here. Oh really? Uh, yeah, I know it's actually we've had some but, but a lot of not parents many. A lot of parenting uh, yeah. and then a lot of parenting and some I'm people. grateful for them too. We, we, oh, yeah. Well, that's it It's not who <laughs> you're most thankful for It's just someone you're thankful for so let's let's talk about your wife for a moment um Thankfulness for a spouse, not a particularly surprising approach to take, but I'm going to jump right in here and, and and start with what about this person you love uh, that you decided to marry and spend the rest of your life with drives you crazy? What drives me crazy? Yeah, what drives you crazy? I
1: feel like even really silly kind of bringing up
0: I love that you're nonsense. changing color like, right now. Nonsense huh? is a part of the nature of <laughs> Well,
1: nonsense is part of the nature of relationships, right? I mean Well, she'll she'll do things like uh, we have people are going to hate me for saying I know people on the internet are going to d- have a problem with this. I'm very sorry. We have a Keurig coffee maker. Okay. Okay, I'm okay. sorry. I know. Little, the little cups. I'm I'm destroying the environment. I'm 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 the worst thing. You're since, obviously a monster since Hitler. Yeah, I'm I'm obviously terrible. Um, but we have a Keurig okay. coffee machine, and we'll make you know cups of coffee. Yeah, whatever. as and people she, do. And she'll take the pot out, you know, after it's been used, and she'll place it in the sink. Oh, i will be that, like, what are you doing? Why are you putting trash in the sink? And she's like, it's gonna it's gonna and maybe it'll melt the trash bag. I don't want to put it in there. Like, no, it's.
0: She's afraid that what are the, you the doing? hot cup You're will trash melt the, in the trash sink? bag. Yes. Really? Has has the trash bag ever melted? Before? No. So <laughs> so what I There's little to you, things like this, how, I mean it. How long have you been married? We
1: have been married, uh it'll be it'll be nine years next March. Nine years yeah. of marriage. Almost nine yeah. years of
0: marriage. I ask you what drives you crazy about your wife? <laughs> and you flash to the sink and a, a silly the little, It's it. a
1: silly little thing, you know.
0: What does that say to you about the nature of married life and how it changes you? That's a that's a deep question I don't know if it's deep or not it might be a terrible question you get a blank look from a question sometimes it's a bad question no what does what does that tell you about 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 how your life's changed when you're spending I mean you're with this person every day yeah if you've never been married I work from home and yeah
1: we we are around to get each other a lot
0: okay does she work from home as well yeah okay. we're both how many rooms in the place
1: uh we have two bedrooms and uh okay two bedroom, two bedroom, so Louisiana. it's a it's small so place
0: and that yeah, you an and her me, yeah. Together all the time. Uh-huh. Okay, so how does that? What does that do to your life? I mean, do you remember being single? Well, uh, I do, and it
1: was you know miserable in a lot of ways. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Why but was it? Mis- I've also you know like.
0: <laughs> okay. I'm I've to never. Stop you for a second. Why was it miserable? Because nobody loved me. Oh, it's important I, to be loved. I yes, yeah. it's very
1: important. It's the best thing in the world.
0: Why is it the best thing in the world?
1: Because you know you 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 have certainly in our case you you have this this person who's completely on the same wavelength with you that's that's got your back you know you have each other's backs our our whole philosophy is like you know it's us against the world we're we're a team you mm-hmm. know we've got each other's backs at all times and you know we're 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 not we don't ever kind of like break that promise and you've articulated you know? that
0: to one another like in those terms oh yes yeah who do you think who initiated that first do you know probably me yeah. Yeah, probably me. Okay. <laughs> How did you? Uh, How would you meet?
1: We knew each other in high school. Oh wow! So we've known each other. Uh, I graduated from high school in 1998, mm-hmm. and she graduated in 2000. And we knew each other when, like, in the late 90s. Did you? We like were both...
0: one another then, or did you know one another well? Or
1: <laughs> we? I mean, we kind of hung out in the same crowd, so we knew yeah. each other. Okay. You know, I mean, she. Uh, there was there were times when she came over to my my house with my friends during lunch to watch pirate episodes of South Park. Okay, pirate episodes <laughs> yeah. of South Park. Wait, yeah, before like, piracy was a huge thing. Late
0: nineties piracy. What kind oh, yeah. of piracy are you talking about?
1: Just download episodes from the internet. Okay. You the, know the, the, the some...
0: stunning new phenomenon of yeah, being able was... to download content from the internet.
1: Oh, it was new. It was new in a way where I where we didn't really know that that idea we were just like wow it's weird these are just they, they're available on the internet that's that's really cool that you can watch a show on the internet you know and it, it wasn't really like the, the thought of illegality never really kind of crossed our minds. well you know
0: that's kind of ironic because South Park Studios they were kind of a a, a um, trailblazer in piracy. online digital content. I mean, they, they made South Park <laughs> available before almost... You could go to South Park Studios and watch South Park before most streaming services were really off the ground. Yeah. That, so I, and this is late 90s. Are you responsible is... for this? Did you did you drive them to that by, by stealing their episodes? Oh, yeah, it's... Full credit to me. All right. Full credit to you. So you and April <laughs> and your friends would go yeah. and watch South Park together after school. Well, we
1: do. She did. I mean, it's just an example. Of, you know, I mean, we kind of knew each other well enough that that, you know, she would hang out with some of my friends and I knew her through that. And like, and she will tell you and she will remind everyone endlessly for the rest of our lives, including me, that she had a giant crush on me in high school. Really? And I, quote, didn't even notice her.
0: <gasps> did you? <laughs>
1: I didn't, I wasn't, uh, she, I guess it's, it's mean to say, I guess she she didn't catch my eye at the time. I was super infatuated with somebody else over the ah. internet, and it was awkward, and it, it, that didn't end well. But, so you but,
0: were infatuated with another person. Yeah. She had a crush on you. Yeah. Your eye was elsewhere, <laughs> and you were not noticing the human being that was very interested in it, although, obviously, you noticed them, but didn't notice yeah. the interest.
1: Oh, no. I'm completely oblivious. Did
0: did she ever vocalize this to you at that time? No. No? Was no. It, did you ask her why afterward?
1: Oh, I mean, we're, we were both, like, awkward, shy, high school nerds. Teens! That, that, you know, <laughs> you know. It's like George McFly. I don't think I can handle that kind of rejection, you know. like... <laughs> like <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, there's, I think the cornerstone of most sitcoms I enjoy is people not communicating. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of shows uh, are about characters. Oh, we've that if, we've learned all about why that's important. Yeah, if characters would just talk on TV shows, most of the major plot lines would never happen, which is yep. why they don't talk. Yep. Yep. But I more and more I bad look
1: relationships more interesting on TV.
0: But I look at adolescence and think about how afraid I was to say so many things, mm-hmm. and and how much easier my folks think about it. Don't just speak. Get a thought, then think about the thought and how it affects not just you, but the other person. And then once you thought it through, express it to the people around you. That can often be a very good approach because you give them a chance to tell you what they actually think. That's, that's hard to do. I still have trouble as an adult doing it, but Man, how that! If I could go back in time to high school, me and just be like, no, just say that. Oh, if you go back knowing what you know now, yeah, a lot of things would be. What would you change? What's the first thing you change if you go back right now, knowing what you know?
1: I would found Facebook.
0: (laughs) Okay, that's fair. (laughs) So you knew April in high school. So you guys uh, were you local? Did you live here in the Bay Area then? Mm -hmm. Yeah, we
1: both lived in Sunnyvale. Okay. For for all of our adult lives, home of Atari. Yeah. Sunnyville. Yep. Fun Home stuff. of Capcom USA. Oh. Yeah,
0: there you go. So you lived down there in Sunnyvale and you knew each other in high school. How did so you were awkward? She had a crush on you. You were <laughs> infatuated with somebody else. You hung out and watched South Park. Now, today, Ryan, how old are you? I am thirty seven. You're thirty seven years old. You've been married nine years to this uh-huh. woman. Marriage being what it is, she has your back. You have your back. Your partners. Oh, yeah. This is a human being that like you're naked in front of. Which is kind of a weird idea that that doesn't happen with many people. Most of, I've never seen you naked. Most of us have not. How do you go from hey, we kind of hung out and watched some TV in high school to hey, we have each other's backs for life, and I take off my clothes in front of you? What's the what's the bridge? How did that? How does that happen? How did that happen to you and to her? Uh, dumb luck, almost. <laughs> I, uh, you know, <coughs> um, we were.
1: Both, well, we we were together for a few months back uh 2000, 2001, yeah. and broke up. Okay. And then didn't get back together for a number of years.
0: Why did you get together? What what, what made it happen? Did she finally conk you in the head? Did you finally know I what happened? I guess kind
1: of. Like, we were, Do so you, I was probably, I was about 20 at the time. Okay. um, And she we both worked at our local mall. Okay. I worked at the bookstore. Yeah. I worked At Walden Books. Whoa! And uh, holy cow!
0: And she world. worked somewhere in the at mall. The limited two. The the limited, limited two, two. Remember the that? The Cinnabon. The okay. <laughs> the, the limited two. I do remember yeah. the limited two. T O O right? Yeah. That's right. But we not um, just limited, even more limited. But yep. we
1: we we had um, we both had a common friend, a high school friend, our friend Jeff. Yeah. Who we still a very wonderful person who okay. we're still in touch with. Yep. And we—I forget how this worked out, but we were at the at the mall one day. Okay. And he, you know, he was friends. He remained friends with her, and we ran into her and just kind of hung out. And it, I, 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 I cannot really tell you what uh, the the sequence of events was on that day, but it, it ended with us being like, "Let's get dinner." Huh. And she'll insist. I don't remember this, but April will insist that Jeff dared us to kiss and that we did <gasps> and that it went from there, but I, I, I don't I, I was don't about to this. ask
0: you when you guys first kissed, and now the maybe fact then, that Maybe then, I don't know. Maybe then, but you don't remember it. <laughs> it's funny. My wife and I remember the day that we first met. As a matter of fact, I've managed to dig up the date that we met, the exact wow. date, and we have slightly different memories of the first conversation. Very, yeah. very Very similar. But where it first happened, memory is a weird thing. Though memory Mm -hmm. is a weird thing. Uh, It's it's funny. It it, you got these little electric impulses running in there, and they make pictures, and you're pretty sure they're right, but somebody else sees something a little differently. Then one day your brain just flushes them out, and you never really know anymore. What makes April wonderful?
1: I mean, everything about her, man. (laughs) She's she's great. Like. We, uh, you know, and this I'm sure this is all going to sound very sappy and whatnot. Sappy's good here. But, you know, we're sort of viciously codependent, (laughs) but on the same wavelength. Like codependent, you know, when somebody usually uses that term like, oh, such and such is codependent, it's like a really negative, it has like a really toxic connotation. Like Mm -hmm. one person has all the power and one person is just like at that person's mercy, mm-hmm. right? But we are super codependent on each other in like the same way. How so? Do you know what I, like, well, we, <clears throat> we both uh, are, uh, I think this may be a pockets f- full of soup exclusive because I, don't, I haven't really talked about this on my other podcasts, but we both are afflicted uh, to varying degrees with clinical depression. Okay. Her much more so than me. Mm-hmm. I, I'm easy. I take like a five milligrams of Prozac every day, and I'm centered. Mm-hmm.
0: But but we um. But you both have have clinical depression. We both, yeah. And chronic? Would you say? I mean, is it something that's followed you for years? Or?
1: Uh, her certainly. Okay. She, I mean, she learned and started dealing with it a number of years ago.
0: We talk about mental health in the show a lot, so mm-hmm. it's it's that's a comfortable topic here. Don't don't hesitate to talk about it.
1: Oh no! Oh no! That's something everybody should talk more about. The stigmatizing that is 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 really bad. We gotta get stop doing that. But uh, and on my end, I think it's something like thinking back that is was probably there for a long time, that I didn't I didn't really take steps to deal with it. I, I waited a, a while. Mm-hmm. But thinking back, it was probably there before I got an, a person to officially diagnose me.
0: Yeah, that's often um, the
1: case. <clears throat> yeah, but we uh, you know, we always you know we we. We're the types of people who can kind of look, just look at each other mm-hmm. and know, oh, I know exactly how you feel, I know exactly what's wrong, you know, sort of like, you know, I, how long have you been married?
0: Oh, I've been married for 16 years
1: okay you probably have uh, some inkling of this like you can just kind of shoot your wife a look and you know you communicate volumes with a single look
0: there have been conversations <laughs> that i'm convinced are psionic yes just yeah so it, you, you develop dnd powers after you've been married long enough yes yeah
1: you know and we'll we we are very good at that mm-hmm. and it, it just she's She's great because just because I just to have somebody who's on that uh, the same wavelength who can sort of like, who just gets you, who can really kind of catch you when you fall. Yeah, you know who you know we we sort of uh we have this sort of this thing where one of us will be going through a rough day or rough time or whatever, and the other person will be like, okay, it's your turn to fall apart. I got to I I you know I you're I'm I gotta be your shoulder to cry on, and we sort of switch that role. Hmm. You know, and what, we're really good at it.
0: So you're able because of your empathy and because of your awareness for one another's feelings. And it sounds like there's a lot of otherness, like a, a lot of a lot of attention to the other person as a part of that. And I, I want to ask you about that. Like, how did you learn to become? I don't. I don't know what you were like before you knew April, before the two of you were in love.
1: I was like this, but stupider. <laughs> What's it like?
0: Learning to
1: way more whiny, if you can believe that's possible.
0: Oh wow, that's impressive. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't think you're particularly whiny, but you're constantly teased by your comedy button uh, <laughs> patriots uh, about is We'll get to that in a minute. I, what's it like learning to care about somebody as much as or more than you care about yourself? How does that change you as a person?
1: If you go a number of years without having seen someone. You know, and then you see them, you will be like, well, you've changed a ton. You're way different than what I remember. But if you live with that person for 10 years and those it's like a thousand cuts thing and those changes happen gradually, you don't even really notice.
0: Yeah, it's like when that's with that. Huh?
1: Do you I, I can't it's hard to answer because like it's it's taken place over such a long period of time it's been so gradual that it
0: makes sense you just so you grow into it you don't you know, it's not a, it's not a magical momentary shift then.
1: I mean you. I can I can look back and be like oh the person the me of you know 15 years ago is probably just a completely different person yeah. i'm a different version of myself now in no, terms it's, of like kind of what I value and how I approach things than I was back then. It's like, uh, you know, I, I'm like a different Doctor Who regeneration.
0: No, it's it's very. That's I, <laughs> I love the analogy. Beautiful. Well done. Well done indeed. The, in, <laughs> you know, I think we all are as
1: we go through our lives. We, you know. Yeah,
0: it's it's like if you move away from a town mm-hmm. and you go back a decade later and you have friends that stayed in the town. The whole yeah. town's different. Yeah. The world changed. The world moved on while you were gone. Right. But you're much more aware of the change in some ways than they are. Uh But they're more aware of the change in some ways than you are because you're seeing the shocking alteration whereupon they've been there for the whole thing. Right. And each of you have grown in different ways. No, I like the Doctor Who analogy. That's beautiful. Which doctor are you, Ryan? Which doctor am I? Yes. Which is best doctor? Oh, which which is the best doctor? Which is best doctor? Oh, the
1: best doctor is is David Tennant, number 10. Oh, Oh, there you go. Look at that man. Clearly.
0: Scrooge McDuck and Best Doctor. Yeah. All right. Well, then. The Doctor, as the, the doctor. internet has
1: called him. Yeah, that's the only right answer. What about
0: Fright Night David Tennant?
1: It's a very different David Tennant. <laughs> that's a very rebellious uh, yes kind that's a lot of, of That's a lot of
0: leather for David Tennant. Yeah. yeah that's and
1: like he, he's that's a man of great range. Yeah. He, he can be the most endearing, wonderful person you want to hug or your favorite person uncle <laughs> or he can just be the world's uh slimiest creepiest scariest person if you watch Jessica Jones yeah he he's... can inhabit all of these things
0: so this is the story <laughs> of how Ryan Scott fell in love with David Tennant I yeah. <laughs> let me ask you this um what's your favorite story about April
1: I mean I always I like seeing her really happy mm-hmm. um and you know we're both uh like the most docile homebody type people we're we're very boring we don't do stuff we're not very worldly we just <laughs> okay. want to we're like you know uh, you know uh, this is something my friends on the comedy button tease me about a lot you know mm-hmm. uh, you know my my friend brian he'll, he'll he'll always be like you know you haven't when's the last time you ventured outside of sunnyvale like, go to take your wife to Paris or something. Go travel and see the world and experience all, all of, you know. Mm-hmm. And we're both, both of us are just kind of like, well, we, you know, we'll we'll go somewhere for a weekend and be exhausted and want to come back home. Like, we just want to sit on the couch and watch just marathon a YouTube series or something. That's bliss to
0: us. Real, that's what makes you happy.
1: <laughs> you know, yeah, you know, mm-hmm. just chill quiet you know but i every now and then you know like I, i'll do so yeah you know, i'm i not the kind of person to make grand romantic gestures i'm really bad at um having those yeah having ideas for things like that mm-hmm. uh, i'm very boring but every now and then i'll do something like i'll surprise her with something and she'll just be overjoyed hmm. you know and, and super happy and I love doing things that make her really happy we you know one of the things this is a little silly but one of the things that she um, had, had often expressed uh, was that she she wanted to go to Disneyland mm-hmm our biggest monument to consumerism right Disneyland oh.
0: woohoo um, best <laughs> monument to consumerism,
1: and also best yeah, yeah. Uh, and there was one day, you know, I decided, okay, we're gonna we're gonna go to Disneyland, and I bought tickets and all the stuff in secret. And then, you know, like the week before, I was like, "Hey, come here," and she, and you know, just just hands her this piece of paper with this ticket, and you know, just watching it register to her, like, "Oh, we're gonna do this," mm-hmm. like it, it just just seeing her super happy that that always makes me very happy. So you guys and, really do
0: live kind of quietly and and love small things, like that's that's your nature, yeah, yeah. Yeah, quiet things. Not small. Small is wrong. I don't want to, because it's not a matter of scale. It's it's more, you're you're quiet people together. Yeah, that's really you cool. know our
1: idea. You know, the, like you said, scale doesn't matter. The things that make us the most happy aren't necessarily those big things. Like we'll, we'll remember things like oh, we, the the days when we will just will just sit on the couch, just cuddled up, whatever. We'll we'll wake up in bed and just like just hang out with each other in each other's arms for like a couple of hours or something that's what makes us really happy hmm. you know it's, maybe that's really silly and simple but
0: eh. silly and simple aren't the yeah, same you know. i think that's that's actually a, a good note just, too. just
1: being with each other is, is super important there's those little moments little moments matter a lot in life
0: that's a really good note to 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 go out on. I, I like the, thank you. Ryan. Are we going okay. out? Is that it? Well we're going to the far left turn that comes with instant noodles. Oh. But first all right. we gotta thank our Patreon producers, Nick Rie and Robert Needer, whose generous support makes this show possible each and every week. And also to all our patrons, thank you. Thank you for keeping us alive. It is extraordinarily generous. You're extraordinarily. awesome. Extraordinarily yeah, all, you, are all awesome. you
1: supported on Patreon.
0: Yeah. The fact that you're willing you're to great. do that. Thank you for keeping us going. Thank you for making this happen. Whether it be pockets full of soup or Ye old comedy button, we appreciate it. Uh, and saying we appreciate it, you can't know how much it impacts our lives. And, 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 Really does make a difference in what we're able to do every day. Thank you for that. And also the things we're able to create. And for all of you who watch or listen, in any case, or the Pockets Full of Soup Facebook group members, at all, etc., thanks to one, thanks to all, thanks to those of you who write letters. Like you can at mail at pocketsful soup.com. That's mail at pocketsful soup.com. And feel free to reach out there. We always love to hear from you. And if you want your letter read on the show, just let us know. So now Ryan are you prepared for the tour de force The coup de gras The something else in another language Dare I say the deja vu I don't know uh, Not the menage a trois But whatever the case may be That is instant noodles The lightning round Okay Alright you ready for it uh, mm-hmm. Alright What is best sandwich
1: Am I supposed to Is this just quick fire Am I supposed to I mean to- just
0: give me, give me an answer here What is best sandwich There's so
1: many ways I can answer that. I knew you were going to ask me this. Yes, you did. And I thought about this. And there are so many, like, let me tell you about me and sandwiches.
0: (laughs) I love that this begins with pontificating. All right, please continue. (laughs) I knew you were going to ask about this, so I'm going to debate it. (laughs) Please continue.
1: A lot of, you know, any sandwich that I would eat. Yeah. It would be very dumb and boring to people because I I'm so picky about the ingredients that I
0: will put on things. Well, what makes that boring? I mean, pickiness doesn't necessarily define boring, does it? Like I mean, that just Oh, when you're being...
1: me, it, it kind of does. How so? If April would tell you <clears throat> that I'm a very boring eater.
0: Okay. Uh, That's
1: how she would characterize this. Do, do you
0: eat bland food or just eat a very limited range of food?
1: Well, I tend to be picky about my vegetables. Okay. So I'll be like, cool, turkey sandwich. Put some mustard and tomatoes on it.
0: Okay. Sweet. Turkey, mustard, tomatoes. Boring. What kind but, of bread?
1: Hold on. This is not my answer. Okay. I'm oh, just okay. There you we go. Oh, oh, I'm just okay. giving you an example of my blandness.
0: Okay. So turkey, tomato
1: mustard yeah if or like uh you know i'll be like i like a good cheese steak but don't put any onions or peppers on it it's just the meat and cheese please just the meat and the cheese yeah yep. i'm like a child when it comes to when it comes to my food okay
0: so you like kids menu food no no
1: why not I like a child i don't order off the child's menu though. no but like you i like order adult... the grown-up food and just make them take a bunch of stuff the adult off.
0: portions from the child's menu because so far what you're describing are kind of kids menu food
1: i'll get a, a nice cheeseburger ketchup and mustard only
0: no onions? No. Oh, no? I I don't like onions. Oh, you like onions. No. Okay. All right. Uh,
1: now, but so in the in the in the spirit of that, I will answer your sandwich question with this. A good peanut butter and jelly.
0: And what makes a good peanut butter and jelly?
1: Um it, it's all in the jelly choice.
0: Oh, okay. So you don't care about creamy chunky.
1: I um... I could go either way. I I would air toward creamy.
0: Air toward creamy. And yeah. what's but the jelly choice? That's, that's important because <clears throat> I'm with you on that. Um, well, when I was young
1: and still to this very day, all my parents ever bought was Smucker's Apricot Pineapple Jelly. That's all. That's all. That's A the only jelly. Pineapple. That's the only jelly to this day. I will go to their their house, and that is what they all have in their refrigerator. It's like nothing else exists. At That's there. just and, what they they know.
0: they are people that know what they want.
1: And to me, oh, they are. To me, you know, like you know, when I, when I think back, pineapple jelly, like that was just jelly. That was the definition of the jelly. And then when I got old enough to start. Being selective about my own peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, I realized there was a whole world of jelly choices out there You were and very that excited. Was, no, that no, was
0: amazing. I, well, let's stop for just a moment. Did, <laughs> you, did you ever eat out? As a child, like oh, in yeah. restaurants. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah, so surely you were aware of the little, sure the little Jelly, jelly packets. packets that
1: came with like toast and yeah, the yeah the grape and you had the
0: strawberry So you knew other jellies existed in the
1: right world. but in our house We just, we had the Smucker's apricot pineapple. Did
0: you never request other jellies?
1: Not really, no. No. Okay.
0: So you didn't have a lot of jelly investment. When Not, did, uh, When was your jellyful awakening? <laughs> your jellyful awakening?
1: I can't point to a specific day or incident. That yeah, I looked went. at that grape and suddenly <laughs>
0: I understood. I felt something inside myself.
1: But a good, good peanut butter and jelly. All right. Uh,
0: so what's the uh, ultimate jelly? What's the one you pick now?
1: Lingonberries.
0: Ooh, smashing through the lingon barrier with Ryan yeah. Scott. That's right. All right.
1: <laughs> go to go to IKEA and pick yourself up some
0: lingonberry jam. That's really good. It's, lingonberry jam's great. It's uh, the best. Yeah, I like jelly and jam both. You do you, and do you like jelly jam preserves across the board or are oh, you yeah. particular? Okay. I wasn't sure uh, cuz I know you are you have a reputation for being finicky. When it comes
1: to the, like fruit and fruit-based stuff, yeah. I tend to not all eat anything. All right. Yeah.
0: Next question. All What's right. something Dumb that nope. happens, that's happened when recording the comedy button that you can tell us about that, but we haven't heard before. Right, a lot goes. I, so What's I, I,
1: something dumb? Dumb like... or
0: wonderful. Something noteworthy. Something that's happened in that room. You go into the, you know, you go into the room, you're all there recording together. There's a lot of chicanery before the mics are turned on. There's a lot of chicanery afterward. Lots of goofy things happening. You think of a moment that just stands out in your mind as like, why did that ridiculousness just happen here?
1: I mean that's just the whole that's the whole motif of our show, right? I, I I mean most of the stuff you've seen, most of the stuff gets the goofy, the really goofy stuff gets captured. Gets on, yeah. It's and when we're doing something really stupid, yeah. A lot of times these days, like we'll record it. Okay. We'll we'll you know I mean the mic will my, be on before the My co-host Max, starts. he'll whip out a, a camera and just film us having some stupid conversation in the kitchen, mm-hmm. or like, we will you know we'll just get some dumb idea and, and roll with it and, and like, um, you just record, like we did, we did this video, it's on our YouTube channel, com slash the comedy button. Mm-hmm. And it's, uh, you know, it's me reviewing Rowdy Roddy Piper's Bubblegum Soda.
0: Oh, there we go. What, and it's what, just
1: like an off the cuff, like, okay, we're doing this. Like, all right. How many stars out of four? It's probably like one. One. Uh, yeah, oh, okay. it's, it's weird. He really was all out of bubble gum. Uh, there are a lot of conversations that we've had in Ubers, a lot of just goofy, you know, goofy conversations that we've, we've, we've looked at and went, oh, we should have been recording. This. Can you remember one? I mean, no, it happens weekly. It's, okay. Those are just the kinds of guys that, that I record with that, like, everything is nonsense. Where the four of like, you oh, in the car just being it's idiots a, It's a shame that this wasn't caught on tape. <laughs> you know? well, that's
0: that's what, what being friends with that group of people is like, and, and you you. Know them better than almost anyone, I think. So let me ask you this What's the stupidest thing that's (laughs) ever happened on the Comedy Button? 370 episodes or so. What's just something monumentally stupid that's. I mean, it's, I mean, it's a sea of stupidity. It is, exactly. It's an ocean. So, if you're going to plumb the depths of the sea of stupidity, if you're going to go down into that trench in the abyss that the nuclear bomb fell down in your spacesuit and get to the bottom where the alien entity of stupidity of the comedy button dwells forever and prepares to rise up and reveal itself to the human race, what is the stupidest thing you can think of that you guys have ever done?
1: Jeez, I don't even know if I could make a top ten list, man. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, and, and my the thing about like, recording—how many episodes of this have you recorded?
0: Uh, we are—we're nearing sixty plus Patreon exclusives plus some other shows. When so, you get to
1: three hundred and seventy some episodes, yeah. counting all those Patreon exclusives,
0: yeah, You're
1: you up. you start to forget about you know. Th- people will remind us of things. You know, there will be people who are like, "Oh, I just started listening from the beginning. Oh, I loved in episode fifty when you said such and such." And we're like, "We don't. I have no memory of this." No, that's happening. Counting uh, count,
0: count Patreon exclusives—we're getting close to a hundred, and already there are things. I'm like, "Did that happen?" So yeah, yeah. I, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, uh, okay, but so- I mean,
1: recent things. I, you know, recent stuff is what jumps to mind. And you know, we—I <laughs> don't want to get too like political on this show, but we did uh, this off-the-cuff bit. Where um, we were, we imagined what the Alex Jones of Middle Earth would would be like.
0: How that happen?
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. I, don't, <laughs> I haven't <laughs> heard this one. I think that it, it, <laughs> we, we were we were talking before the show, and my co-host Scott Bromley, his wife, didn't know any. She had never seen Alex Jones and didn't really know what he was about. Okay. And we started. Uh, he, he he has this whole thing. He refers to people as goblins. Yeah. And we started going off about, you know, we started telling her about him and some of the crazy things that he would say and, you know, he's calling people goblins. And that just sort of led into, to, no. like, a Middle-Earth, like, you know. Goblins, like,
0: the preferred nomenclature in The Hobbit, but superseded by Orc in, uh, in uh, Lord of the Rings proper most of the time. Yeah. Right. Uh, but we
1: started going off about, you know, like, it's like oh the you know the scouring of the shires, false flag operation. You know it's it's uh, yeah. It just all this stuff that t- tie I have Middle not Earth heard this to, episode uh, yet.
0: That's a, do you yeah. know which episode that is? Do you remember?
1: It was three oh one. It was just a couple of weeks ago.
0: Oh okay, I have not heard this yet. That's yeah. That's, there's a whole <laughs> that's messed up and a whole definitely stupid. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so let's, let's follow up with Middle Earth, and this is something I do want to ask you about. <laughs> you do play the part on that show of the straight man. Uh, you, you really are the, the person that things get bounced off a lot of the time. You're kind of the voice of sanity. You're the actually guy. You come in and oh, yeah. a lot. You, <laughs> you open up, you open up a bed, you, you have a very definite role in this group of people.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, you also do a lot of the production work for the company. I mean, you, 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 you do a lot of behind the scenes stuff as well. Uh, all of you do uh, different well, things.
1: I, I am nominally sort of like the business guy yeah. that people that does all the taxes and does all
0: the right. Spreadsheety, boring stuff. So that's, and that's something everywhere, you know, I know about that too. Um, Mine's the website. But
1: you get- Sorry for our website. We're p- going to improve it one day, I promise.
0: Part of the comedy buttons thing uh-huh. is you are the brunt of a lot of jokes because of that straight man role. That's part of how comedy works. That's just, have just how, yeah. You to bounce things off of. Yeah. You take a lot for the Doctor Who and the Middle Earth and, and <laughs> kind of the, 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 the uber geeky world of things. But you're surrounded by equally dorky human beings. I mean, they're interesting. Oh, I, yours... I,
1: I, I remind those this at every opportunity. Yeah. yeah.
0: So how does how does that uh, like?
1: We have the... I podcast with two guys. Their desks at work are just covered with Ninja Turtles they <laughs> Like they're not they're not you know, you,
0: you, you, be careful throwing those stones in this glass house, guys. Yeah, there is a lot of that. Yeah. Uh, what I wanted to ask and they they
1: totally know. So of course they do. How yeah. does
0: that dynamic make? make good comedy that's what i wanted to ask you oh
1: now you're asking about like comedy theory i don't know no see i'm not a comedian though you run a comedy show i don't but if you were to ask the actual you know look the the guys that i podcast with they are if you listen to them on on our show which i recommend you do they are just effortlessly this way Mm-hmm. They are the same people off the microphone and off the camera that they are when we start recording. Nothing they're not putting on like a a, a character. Mm-hmm. They're not like, oh, now I'm doing my comedy thing. Yeah. That's just the people they are. Right. They are naturally you Hilarious. know, as, as Brian
0: Working near those people was was were some of the funniest years of my life. I, just sitting a few desks. Over. I mean, their
1: lives are a constant, ongoing episode of the comedy. button. Yes. that is their life. I agree. And, you know, Brian, Brian Altano, he would he would say that, you know, he just he just has a particular kind of brain damage that makes him that way. Oh, right. Yeah, a and, <laughs> and I don't know. Uh, I mean, the, 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 what makes great comedy, like these people are just, that's just the people they are. Okay. And I'm, I'm sort of this guy who's just sitting there being like, all right,
0: hmm, cool. So what's your role? I don't, What, 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 because you're obviously an integral part of what's going on. I'm from, the Egon. <laughs> you collect I'm the Egon. Mold, the gold spores, and fungus? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I what, made part of a linking until I straightened it. And that's you true. Know. Harold Ramis doesn't have, I, I don't know, but he feels like he gets a lot of the best lines. He does. He's the best Ghostbuster. Uh, he, Are you kidding? You got this. Yeah. I, don't I was know, but, crushed
1: when Harold you know, Ramis died.
0: It, oh, that hurt. Oh, man.
1: That hurt. Yeah. He was, he was the guy who made Geeks cool. The first cool geek. He was the guy who really, or am I, at, at least hmm. in my- Your headcanon? In my, yeah. You know, as far- it, That was what I looked at when I was young to be like, oh- it's
0: Okay, he's cool. Egon's also. Egon you know. is bodacious.
1: He's not the butt of jokes. He's important part of the. No, team. he can say
0: things like that would be extraordinarily bad. Yeah, and people pay attention. Yeah, because they know Egon knows yeah. what's going on. Oh, yeah, but
1: that's long. I'm the I am the Egon of the
0: group. Oh, excellent. <laughs> so 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 who's Winston? Who's Venkman? And uh, and oh, and who's like I uh, haven't thought about this. Okay, so who are they? Um, who's Ray? Ma- but Winston and- Max Dave. Scoville.
1: Uh huh. Have you had any of those guys on this show?
0: uh max has been on brian's been on i haven't had bromley on yet
1: okay uh so and gallegos
0: has been on as well
1: oh nice good good so you, a long time um band of the show or familiar with Mm them okay so max scoville he is he is ray stans okay what makes him ray his sort of almost childlike wonder at the world His, his 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 uh just genuine exuberant and you know, okay. Uh, Brian Altano is our um, our Peter Venkman. Okay, he's certainly like kind of the front man, like kind of the face of the whole thing. Like
0: snarky, yeah, yeah, but 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 yeah. but, but he seems he's warmer than Venkman. I don't know, Venkman can be really warm. And um, what about uh, Bromley?
1: Well, hold on, I, I gotta give a shout out to Anthony Gallegos, who okay. Former co-host of the Connie button, he he's left uh, episode two hundred and fifty. Yeah, but there are two hundred and fifty awesome episodes with him. Yeah, and he's he's our Winston. Okay, he's our kind of normal, go with the flow guy, laid back, chill. Yeah, you mm-hmm. know, and then Scott Bromley is our uh, our Walter Peck. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's true, sir kind of. All right, yeah. there we are. Uh, <laughs> in a good way What though? makes him Walter Peck? He's not like
1: a super villain. He just he's sort of a uh, in a good he if anybody's going to be the devil's advocate yeah. when we're sort of thinking about things, it's going to be him.
0: So he's not an evil environmental protection agency agent.
1: No, 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 no. Right. No, what that on. leave that to leave that to the government.
0: <laughs> We've got plenty are, of those already. These are good analogies, man. Yeah. All right. Uh, um, well,
1: hey, you know, if you look at f- fun fact if you look at any kind of group, like, like a ensemble group in a work of fiction, you can you can all slot them all into that Ghostbusters personality archetype sort of, you know.
0: I like that. Thing. Yeah. Are you going to make a BuzzFeed quiz? Which Ghostbuster are you on the? I'm sure button. BuzzFeed's Which already done that. Which Ghostbuster are you on the comedy button? Oh. Right. Right, that needs to exist.
1: There we go. Not. Which comedy button Ghostbuster are you? Are you?
0: Definitely. Yeah. I like that you're Egon. That's uh, that's yeah. the way to be. Don't no, cross the streams, folks. Never do it. Cake or pie? Oh, pie. Well chosen. Well chosen. That's a clear opinion there. Oh, Is yeah. cake one of those things that's on your, your list of things you don't want to eat? Oh, cakes. cake's great. Okay. But if I had to
1: choose, it's pie.
0: Well chosen. What's the best pie?
1: Oh, mm. The easy answer that comes front to mind is key lime.
0: Ooh, good yeah. choice. Yeah. I love good. key lime pie. I do too. Uh, you've ever gotten to do Florida Keys? Go down and do key lime pie? Yeah. Yeah.
1: A few years ago, we, April has family who lives down um, in Florida, and we went to visit them and had, We I made it a point like we have to have some key lime pie here. Excellent.
0: I'm not funny, but I, I, I love You're being with. You're way funnier than me. No, nonsense. Uh, but, but I love being with funny people. You tell better stories. Well, I just I I just ramble. And eventually it's really just more like the monkeys and the typewriter so just never stop talking. So sooner or later (laughs) good stories come out and people just remember the good ones and block out the bad ones. That's what happens. But thank you. It's kind of you. I have this this genuine desire someday to travel. I, I want to go with the comedy button, guys, with all of you, to Cave City, Kentucky and the surrounding area and visit all the tourist traps around there. I want to go to the concrete the concrete Is this like
1: a Salmon Max location? No, well it is,
0: yes. It's a real world Salmon Max location. Okay. With like fun houses and a concrete wigwam hotel. And a giant concrete dinosaur world, and not too far away, <laughs> Stonehenge wow. of Kentucky. And like I, I, and I want to eat. I want to go to these places and then stop and eat with you, and go to these places and stop because I think that would be the most amusing like three days I can imagine spending. Uh, it would be so much fun, and a lot of it has to do with the conversations over food that seem to occur every time I'm with you guys. And the other would be with trying to imagine spending the night in a concrete wigwam with Brian Altano. That also seems like a good evening. So. Hmm. I'm just that's just a dream that I'm sharing with you now. All
1: right, uh, I, I will
0: pass that along. Pass that along. I think I've mentioned that to Brian before. I I, I want to go to, I, I want to visit Cave City with you. It's the best place in the world. All right, folks. Thank you so much uh, for watching and listening, Ryan. Thank you so much for coming here. Where can folks find you? Because comedy button's not all you do. No, uh, well, yeah,
1: I mean, comedybutton.com. You should go there and listen to that podcast. It's awesome. You should, if I say so myself. Yeah, I think you it's should. Pretty great. Uh, You should also go to geekbox.net. You should listen to the Geekbox, which is my gaming and kind of geek pop culture podcast that I've been doing since 2009. Wow. Eight years. We're on episode 442. Geekbox.com.
0: Geekbox.net. .net. net. Okay. What happens if you go to geekbox.com? That is a
1: a computer company. Geekbox.net. All right. Don't go there. Yeah. Go to geekbox.net.
0: Tell us more about this, Ryan.
1: Uh, well, uh, I was, I worked at oneup.com and then they laid RIP. all of this off and then we start, I decided to start a podcast to fill the podcast void and that's the Geek Box and it's been going ever since. Yeah, ever since. Who's on there <laughs> with you? Who? Yeah. Who, who is it? Uh, it's me. My, my very good friend, Ryan Higgins, mm-hmm. who is the proprietor of Comics Conspiracy, Sunnyvale, the South Bay's greatest comic shop. Okay. I say that well hyperbole it really is. And uh we that's our the site where we record each week. Um and then we have my my friend Justin Haywald who you may be familiar with him from well certainly from from One Up if you're familiar with me from One Up. Mm-hmm. Also him and he's he's over at gamespot.com now. Yep. Uh and we have my uh, another One Up alum Alice Liang. Mhm. And uh, my friend Adam Fitch, who is a game localizer who works for NatsuMe, mm-hmm.
0: he's half of he's half of the uh, half of the Fitch gaming uh, du- duality, right? Yes,
1: yeah. Adam and Andrew Fitch, they are twins. Yep. It's And we've had them both on at the same time. And it's very weird because Ooh. it sounds like someone
0: arguing with himself. That's kind yeah. of amazing. <laughs> Folks, <laughs> thank you for watching and listening. And uh, yeah, check out Geekbox.net. Uh, check out the comedy button. Check out this fella right here. Ryan Scott. Thank you. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye.